And welcome back to the Death and Material Podcast, episode 49. 49. With me, Craig. How you doing, Craig? I'm great. How are you? I'm okay. Uh, you know, busy. Just got back from Calgary. Mm-hmm. Episodes late. Beta Garmin updates late. <laughs> <laughs> You've been a busy man. Yeah, I have. Um, but uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping I get the beta Garmin update done this weekend. I'm sure I will, but um, yeah, I got to clean the house too because I think I got to leave again next week. Yeah, you were just saying that. And next week is Nicole's sales meeting, so next week I got to have somebody come and watch the dog again. Mm. So and Nicole's mom is quarantining in the basement, so I can't go down and do any hobbying or anything. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Hope she's okay. Yeah, she's fine. Just, yeah. just, just I, hiding away in that basement. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, so we got like we got an extra like bathroom and shower and stuff. Yeah. To, so it makes it easy to quarantine. But yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I'm good. Got to work this weekend. Um. Just, uh, I had the last two days off, which have been, I don't know. I had my game with, I had a game with Alex, uh, Flack and yeah. it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we stumbled through it. Um, he, that was his third game. It was my fourth game or first game, sorry, fourth game, first game. Um, so we, there was a little bit of stumbling, uh, but man, did it get my juices flowing for 2.0 and, since that game, I have been doing nothing but building lists. Nice. And, and uh, re and I think I think the one thing about list building for me um, is it really helps me learn the rules. So I'll go through a list. Let's say, for instance, Death Guard. I'll be building a Death Guard list just to see you know mm-hmm. what's going on, and then I'll, I'll see a rule for a specific unit. I'll be like, okay, well, what is Reaping Blow? So I'll go and look. And that helps me. It forces me to go and look the rule up instead of just reading over and assuming it's uh, it's the same as it was in the previous edition. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just started, like, because I have several uh, trader armies. I have, a, you know, a Sons of Horus. I have a uh, World Eaters. I have my Emperor's Chosen that I'm currently working on. And I also have uh, small Word Bearers. Um, my, my son, Rylan has shown interest in death guard. I've played death guard before. So, I mean, I've been focusing on those five, um, and just, just seeing where the rules take me and like, you know, learning new things. Um, and I, I, I messaged you the other night about how <laughs> diving deep into the world eaters, um, and just how more how much more depth they actually have compared to what they had to in the previous edition and uh i really i really i really have a uh special place in my heart for the world leaders on this edition that's for sure i think they can be played in a very interesting way that i don't think a lot of people are seeing yeah um well what do you mean by that so um it was interesting because normally i would do like the uh, berserker path uh berserker salt path um 
but they can be very resilient in this new edition. And uh, with the Crimson Path and the Warlord trait, um, Blood Hunger. Uh, Blood Hunger allows you to, every time you make a uh, kill in close combat, you can gain an extra wound to a maximum of six. So you can actually go over your normal uh, number of wounds of three to a maximum of six. Um, which is pretty awesome for your Warlord. This is your Warlord trait. And then if you take your um, Rite of War as Crimson Path, um, you can ignore your first uh, uns. Uh, first uh, save, the first save you need to take on any unit in your army. So any every unit gets to ignore its first save that it needs to take. So you're basically every turn you're losing, you you, you get a chance to uh, you're not making one extra save. So okay. yeah, um, I mean, sounds like that's probably what most people will take. Would sound pretty good. Uh, Berserk Assault, if you take Berserk Assault when you do a Violence Incarnate, uh, you get plus one strength and plus one attack. So... So you're suggesting people would take that one over the damage mitigation? I do. I do believe so. I I think... think, um, So that would be your Berserk Assault. That's your damage... Or your uh, plus one strength, plus one initiative... Or plus one um, attacks... I mean, yeah, I mean, you're looking at, with a Paragon Blade on your your Praetor, you're looking at Strength 6 with an extra, you know, with an extra, str- or with an extra attack. That's, that's pretty good. But I kind of went down the uh, damage mitigation. And so you also get It Will Not Die on your um, Praetor, any squad he joins, a 5+. On top of that, if you give them an a, a artif- or Apothecary, you're also... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. You mean feel no pain on no that he joins? No, I'm talking about it will not die. Oh, so you could pack him in with like a group of rampagers or whatever the Terminator is. Uh, and then... the berserker or the uh, red butchers. Red butchers, yeah. They still suck. That's my opinion. Don't don't hate on me for it. Don't hate on. But the 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 rampagers, man, just like actually diving into the rules for the world eaters. Um, oh, also with Crimson Path, uh, Rampagers become a, a, get the line subtype, so now they're a scoring unit, which is awesome. Yep. Um, Meteor Hammers, uh, are plus one strength, uh, Reach plus one, AP four, Breaching five plus, um, so they're pretty, actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Um, so if you're getting, uh, I'd say it's, it's probably even better on the plus one strength, plus one attack one. Yeah. But going first, and now it's strength plus two, so it's strength six. You're wounding on twos, and you're oh, breaching no, fives. It's plus two strength um, base. Oh, okay. So, so it would be plus three, so you'd be at seven. So it's kind of irrelevant. I yeah, guess. that's that's that was, my, that was my thought process, right? So as I'm building this list, I went with Crimson Path. Because um, if you throw a Apothecary in with your Rampager slash Apothecary, you know, um, Rampager slash Praetor. Now all of a sudden you have It Will Not Die, um, It uh, Feel No Pain, and you're ignoring your first wound, and anytime you cause wounds on your... cause uh, kill an enemy with your Praetor, you're getting extra wounds. So basically your Praetor is damn near invincible. Mm. You know? Um, it, oh, well, I guess it... Yeah, unless you get... It, um, instant death. 
unless you get instant death through him. I mean, I mean, there's limitations. It's not like he's going to be unstoppable. But, I mean, if you pair him up with the right targets and don't go Death Star on Death Star, and you start aiming for, you know, tactical squads, which, I mean, this, 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 uh, this set of rules definitely leans more towards having large, you know, or not large, not so much large, but having, you know, your infantry is a big part of your army because now Terminators aren't scoring, veterans aren't scoring. Basically, you're you're really relying on your tactical squads, your despoiler squads, um, your recon squads for your capturing objectives. Mm. Yep. Um, so they're going to be they're going to be plenty uh, in in mass. Um, I mean, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of the specialty Terminator units within, like you know, Sons of Horrors, Emperor's Children, and whatnot. They don't have that line subtype, so they're never going to be scoring. And even if you can take them as a as a uh, a troop choice, it doesn't mean they're they're going to be a scoring unit. So they may be a denial unit, but they're definitely not going to be a scoring unit. So you're definitely still going to be taking tactical Marines. And I think that that's a massive focus in this edition is tactical Marines are still the heart of the legion as they have that special rule mm. yeah that makes sense so i mean i mean i i kind of when i was building the list uh rampagers became something i've never looked at and i, I never really looked at in the uh, first edition uh, i never really looked at red butchers either but rampagers became very interesting especially with the meteor ha- meteor hammers with the plus one reach or the the reach plus one which means you get a plus one to your initiative um plus two strength um, the rampagers have two wounds, armor value three. Like they're they're basically veterans, but they're really good at assault. Um, and I just thought they were really they're a really fun unit, especially with all the weapons that you can you can get with them. The phallax blades are pretty cool. Uh, they're specialist weapons. You you take them in pairs. They're plus one strength, duelist edge. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of fun things you can do with them. Um. I just think I think the world eaters are not so much a better army than they were before, but they can definitely be played in more than one way than they were before. Because like before, they were just you know, you take berserk assault. They it, ha- it was a one-minded, one-track kind of uh, kind of list that you were building. Yeah. Um, and this one, the, the, with this edition, I was like, I you could you could successfully play both, you know, berserk assault and Crimson Path and still have an enjoyable, fun game and still be very fluffy within the world eaters themselves. One is basically your mindless, you know, killing machines. The other one is not only are you kind of mindless killing machines, but maybe not to the great effect, but you're also so berserk that you don't even feel pain, which I thought was a lot of fun. So when I was when I was designing a list, I, I designed it around Crimson Path, which is something I didn't look at in the first edition. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, Death Guard, Death Guard are still, I mean, they're a fun army. My my son's been looking at them. He has shown a lot of interest in them. He likes the color scheme. He likes the idea of the way they play. Um, he has now asked for a starter box set for Christmas, um, which I was made dad proud. Uh, he wants to get into the game. Um, and I I think I think Death Guard are a pretty pretty good army. Um. I went with like, when I was reading through the rules, and I was just making a list just to have fun. Again, this was how I was, you know, helping myself learn the rules. Uh, I went with um, Blood of Barbarous, um, which um, I can't think off the top of my head. Um, 
uh, it basically you you negate or not negated um, anything that had fleshbane, uh, feel no or fleshbane, instant death, rending, all had to be done on a six instead of the number in the brackets on the squad on your warlord and any squad he joins, hmm. which isn't bad. Um, hmm. And then you take reaping, uh, the reaping for a right of war. It's pretty much the same as it was in the first edition. Um, you can take veterans as a troop choice. Again, not line units. Uh, you can take uh, heavy support squads as non-compulsory troop choices. Again, they're not a line unit, so you're still you're still taking tactical squads. Um, the one nice thing about the Death Guard is they can move and fire with their heavy weapons still, so they're pretty effective in shooting. Um, you, you know, you take a missile launcher squad, you know, heavy support missile launcher squad, which automatically come with frag, uh, crack, and flak missiles. They're pretty useful, and it's not an expensive squad either. I think a ten a ten man squad is like two hundred and twenty five points, so it's super effective, and they can move and fire. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, that's pretty versatile. I mean, and the word bears, the word bears. I mean, I I do like how they they have changed. There isn't that role where you need X number of HQs. Um, Argyle Tal is now an an actual viable option as an HQ. Um, before he did not really mat, meet the rural requirements for the word bears, and so you needed you automatically needed to have two. Uh, HQs for the word bearers if you took Argyle Tall. Now, and I mean, I have an Argyle Tall model, as you know, um, and a small word bearers for us. I was just messing around with it. I just wanted to see. They're, they're pretty cool. The Galvorback are pretty cool. Um, they didn't really, in my opinion, change too much. Uh, the Diabolists, you know, they have their own psychic powers. They're pretty cool. Um, they're a console type. Your Praetor can take the Dabalus rules as well, so they can have a psychic powers. You know, it's just a lot of diving into the rules, which, you know, um, diving into the, the Legion rules, which also forced me to dive into the main rules, and I had to look up a lot of things that I just, you know, had never looked at before, or, you know, may have overlooked if I was just skimming through the rules, because, you know, you automatically assume that it's close enough but then you start really realizing that things are massively different. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's not the same game. It is definitely sure. not the same game. Yeah. No, no, that is for sure. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm just waiting for more stuff to come out before I build any more lists. Like, I kind of want to do like an allied, regular human detachment. Like mm-hmm. the Imperial Militia is supposed to come out in a PDF, I guess. Oh yeah. Um. Because the uh, the Imperium book uh, got um, previewed, so it's okay. got Solar Auxilia in it. It's got like the Custodies are in it. Yeah, yeah. Streams of Silence, and then it has rules for all eight Assassin Clades. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're uh, they're upping two, those. Yeah, yeah. There's two more Clades that don't make it to the 41st Millennium, I guess, because I saw or saw on Reddit today that mm-hmm. there's. There's like a chart somewhere in some 40k rule book or something that shows like only six clades. Yeah, well, it shows the four we know plus two like redacted or hidden ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we get two more. Yeah, yeah, and so we've already had previews of the venom and the 
Oh my god, I'm drawing a blank. The tech one, the Vanus. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. and, and one of them didn't, didn't the model just uh, get previewed today? This is Thursday, so been yeah, in them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, today, <coughs> and then Excuse me. still two more mm-hmm. that we expect to see. But those are the, I mean, the four core ones that we already know, and then these two are the ones that are in the book Nemesis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that like we don't know about we always we've, we've known about the vanus and the venom for quite some time yeah yeah and so we're getting two special ones two other ones which could end up like i mean yeah i don't know they'll probably just be under the actual assassin clades and not like the mechanicum assassins because we know the traders use them as well but um it does say that it's like only for loyalist army but i'll just change that for any event that mm-hmm. i run mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're a traitor, bring an assassin because that's cool as fuck. Yeah, hundred percent is cool as fuck. It's friggin' rad. Um, yeah, so I'll I'll do I'll do that. But uh, any painting or anything that you've got done? Uh, so I got a tactical squad fully fully finished for my emperor's children. Um, I got to finish painting the last cannon, uh, gravest last cannon for my contemptor dreadnought. Um, it's not its main weapon. It'll eventually be a plasma cannon, Gravis plasma cannon, which are just so awesome. Um, I really like what they've done with plasma weapons. They're not all AP two. They have the um, breaching slash rending special rule, depending on what they are. Um, but a five inch blast from a Grievous blast or plasma cannon from a dreadnought is still pretty awesome. Um, so I gotta finish that up. I also gotta get my article written for Tales of the Heresy Gamers. Um, I got some work done on my Palatine Blades, and I got some work, I got my gloss coat on another 10 Tactical Marines for my Emperor's Children. Then I'll do the oil, um, the pin wash on them, and then I'll finish up with detail work. Uh, I, I guess I got really sidetracked with list building in the last couple, you know, week, week and a half that mm-hmm. painting kind of took a, a sidetrack, which was, which I'm not saying was a bad thing because the list building helped me go through the rules more thoroughly. And that was a massive positive because I've learned, I've had, it's forced me to dive into rules that I may not necessarily have looked up before. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. How about you? What about you? What's paint? What have you been painting? I know you've been super busy, so I, I'm doubting there has been hasn't been much on your painting table. Uh, I got the airbrush portion of the red done on all of uh, on Kasparian and and his command squad and um, a dreadnought. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in the assault cannon, the five man assault cannon team. Uh, and that was pretty much it. Hmm. Um, I got the rule book for the, um, Mechanicum? No, for the Age of Darkness, Aeronautica. I have the, I have the e-publication of the Mechanicum book, so I did get through that. Yeah. Uh, cause I was, uh, I was gone, um, on vacation over Labor Day weekend. Yeah. And, uh, I was hanging out at, uh, the Allura Mill and Spa, so, um, had a, you know, nice relaxing time to just flip through the book and mm-hmm. uh, it, to me I feel like the Mechanicum is a little more in balance um, 
at least versus itself. Like, you know, in 1.0, you could have that. It could be like the worst army in the event or it could be the best army in the event. Yeah. Um, and anything in between. Uh, so it was very prone to breaking in either direction. Yeah. I feel like it doesn't quite do that. Um, mm-hmm. Quite the to quite the same degree um so uh you know i mean that's that that's good um but also with the automata rule um I, i'm i'm gonna have to adjust my uh restrictions i think for lvo um and the the night book is included in there mm-hmm. and uh uh that's gonna have like its whole own other suite of um of issues that kind of came along with it. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I was chatting with a few other EOs and a few other podcasters about how to kind of approach, approach this and, uh, and, and, you know, I'll get, get your slant on it too. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it, it always seems, it, it seems to be that, you know, not, not just with knights, but with, all vehicle armies because actually i was talking to uh jason jason today and he was saying you know, he's running iron wing and it's so it's almost all vehicles and he was saying like you know if he's up against like an imperial fist army and they have like a master of signal with like a 10-man las cannon team then like in two turns they just end up nuking like every vehicle mm-hmm shoot at right like so they'll be like oh hey nice kratos man oh hey nice uh um spartan man yeah Yeah. nice like raider um and they just keep carving through things uh because you know they're hitting on twos and then it's a bunch of last cannons and the last cannons have sunder now Mm -hmm. so you know it 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 seems like if you're so if you're prepared for vehicles like you brought a unit like that then the guy with the vehicles doesn't seem to have much fun. Yeah. If you're not prepared for it, then you're you not don't gonna... have much fun. Yeah. And uh, you know, if if you if you're prepared against vehicles, say with a bunch of las cannons, and then you end up against Fury of the Ancients, mm-hmm. you're not gonna have a lot of fun. Mm. Um. And if you run up against a night house and you're not equipped to deal with a combination of Fury of the Ancients with um, you know, a bunch of Lord of War walking vehicles walking up behind it, then uh, you're not going to have very much fun. And if the knight player ends up against, uh, you know, a, a list that is tuned to deal with that, then he's maybe not going to have a lot of fun. So it seems like the vehicles, the Fury of the Ancients, so, you know, like Armored Breakthrough, Iron Wing, yeah. Fury of the Ancients. Um, a knight list in general. Night list, yeah, in general, kind of probably interact within a vacuum mm-hmm. on a fairly like level playing field because the armigers are kind of like contemptors, yeah, right? and the knights are kind of like well, they're super heavy Lord of War gun platforms, usually mm-hmm. uh, with crazy good guns, uh, which is a lot like if you have a couple tanks with really good guns, yeah. Right? Um, I think, and and uh, before I tell you, maybe I'll get your slant before I tell you what kind of everyone else has the discussion, the other discussions I've had. Okay. But it seems like both from a game perspective and a narrative perspective, if we open that edition up 
to you can bring a nighthouse to the narrative side or you can bring your um your uh fury of the ancients or mm. you can bring your whatever your uh, armored breakthrough or iron wing that's mainly vehicles because i think the iron wing doesn't have to take all vehicles but you no, can't because uh, I, I think it allows predators to be troops but i'll have to double check uh you know then you can you can bring that in whatever capacity and the restrictions would be no unique characters uh, so at 2000 points it would be no unique characters mm-hmm. and flyers without a transport capacity and then at 3000 points it would just be no characters no primarchs same sort of you know yeah, yeah, same, yeah. no unique character basically um for the 3000 points uh, and then everything else kind of opens up no titans um I, I would probably keep that. Um, and then, uh, you know, on day three, Titans can come out. So now it's really like peak war and, and you can have your unique characters and your primarchs and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But then if you bring a night list or an armor breakthrough or an iron wing, that's mainly vehicles or, um, mm-hmm. uh, a the ancients list, then narratively, if you were a joint operations command, and you know that there's a nighthouse marching down the left-hand flank, then you would probably send your nighthouse to go deal with that. Mm-hmm. Or you'd send your tank column to go deal with that. Mm-hmm. Or you'd send your Fury of the Ancients to go, like, you know, beat them up at the ankles yeah. uh, to deal with that. And then you, you wouldn't throw a whole bunch of infantry at it and be like, well, uh, I, I don't know, guys, I hope you succeed. I'm going to throw my tank column at their infantry. So yeah, that yeah. Right. Um, you're not likely to do that, uh, especially if you're in sort of a defense mode or, or whatever. Um, so I'm kind of leaning towards basically you'll end up in two buckets. You'll end up on the front lines or you'll end up as support element. Okay. And if support element, which would include sort of those heavy vehicle lists, like, you know, lists that would be supporting main advances. Yeah. Then you'll combat other support elements. Yeah, I see what I see what you're going with. So like, um, fear of the ancients would basically be paired up with you know other like-minded um, lists. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can I, I I can get behind that. I mean, it makes sense that way. Uh, you know, they're having fun. Everyone else is having fun. Um, they still get to play their stuff. Yeah, it ends up being a little bit more balanced. They're not likely to end up against you know. A list full of like you know like death guard heavy weapons where there's like oh great like my vehicles are fucked um, yeah you know, they're not likely to end up in that situation so they're not likely to feel bad and conversely like if you show up with you know your raven guard infiltrators and it's like oh great it's a full contemptor army yeah not built to deal with this um i don't know if anyone is but uh you know you, you'd need just tons and tons of plasma and tons and tons of rending yeah, and um, thunder yeah. hammers. Yeah, and thunder hammers to make that make that dream come true, right? So I mean, maybe maybe a very heavy salamanders, thunder hammer heavy salamanders army might be able to, yeah, you know, grind their way through a, a contemptor list, and you know, if there's a salamanders player that's got a lot of thunder hammers and he wants to take a swing at it, then I wouldn't tell him no. Mm-hmm. But primarily, it would be. This is this is the this is the split, right? And then in that would that would strictly be for the narrative component. Um, the uh, competitive component is still like 
no holds barred, do your worst. You could end up against anything. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, we, we, we've talked about other things extensively. Um, but I mean, with, I think, I think if we paired up, you know, if you pair, ended up pairing up like-minded individuals, you know, those, those, you know, few lists that are going to be night lists, you know, full armored companies, iron wing detachments, um, you know, uh, the fear of the ancients, um, lists. And, and I mean, play, you know, from experience, I, I've, I've only had one game and my contemptor dreadnought took a butt ton of firepower and withstood it all only losing one wound. Um, the fear of the ancients list is, 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 is a, it's a devastating list, but I mean, how, you know, how well is that going to be paired up against a, you know, you know, a night list, and I think it would be paired up fairly well. I think I think both players would have a lot of fun playing against each other. Whereas, you know, my emperor's children may not be, you know, the best pairing against an, you know, a fear of the ancients list. Um, I I could see where you're going. You know, being having like-minded, you know, that way everyone can play in the narrative campaign. And everyone can, can contribute to it, but they can also, uh, you know, the, the, you know, everyone's still having fun, right? Yeah, exactly. I see. I see where you're going with it. Uh, I like it. Um, that way, you know, like-minded people are playing against like-minded. I believe uh, that the Houston uh, event did something like that. They that's how they handle it. They, you know, if anyone with a destroyer weapon, I believe they end up pairing each other off against each other. Um, yeah. He, yeah. yeah. It was anyone who had a D-strength weapon ended up against someone who had a D-strength weapon first. And if there was somebody left over, then it was kind of like a volunteer, like wants to. Yeah. Who wants the extra challenge? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm not saying I would. I'd pass up that that challenge. I'm not saying that I wouldn't at all. But I mean, I understand. Like you know, some people are people... are going in there into the event, the uh, you know, 30k narrative event at LVO, in with the mindset of you know, I'm playing in it to tell a story rather than playing to win. Um, and, and that, that, that doesn't, that's not shitting on anyone who's, you know, has a different mindset. I'm just saying like, I mean, again, you can be, you can be the competitive event on the sun. Yeah, exactly. And you can also design a fury of the ancients list with that in mind. But I mean, it just, it might not be as fun for your opponent when you're playing against them. So like-minded people playing like-minded events is a, I found, I, I think, a or like-minded people playing against like-minded people is a could be a lot of fun, and it still allows everyone to bring what they want. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, and there's a way to take a fury of the ancients list that's not all dreadnoughts too. Yeah, a hundred percent. So you know, anyways, we'll we'll do that, and we'll. I I think be a little I, more management, but um, I, I think, think I really do think that um, you know, let's let you know everyone do their list and make their list how they want. But at the same time, you're going to have to understand that, you know, you're going to play other people that are going to have lists built similar with the same similar mindset as you, you know, you're going to be paired up with them. Yep. I don't see anything wrong with that. Nope. No. And, and that's actually been the consensus. Uh, so I, I think that's, I think that's what I'm going to do. And I'll make that update on the weekend. Fantastic. I think it's great. I think, I think, I think that should appease everyone. I mean, it may not, but I mean, Again, you know, you know what? I mean, like, and, and this part might be confrontational, um, but at that point, like, we we know that there's a big dichotomy between like Fury of the Ancients list and just about everything else, 
or you know we know that there's a big dichotomy um, if you're like a heavy infantry heavy and you run up against knights mm-hmm. right you're not likely going to be able to handle that fight um, and so at that point if you're if you still go the extra mile on that one and say that that this I think this is a fair compromise and still say it's unfair you should get to play anyone at random you should get to play up against someone who's not prepared for you well then I mean at that point man just admit it that you're just trying to kick a dick off like um, that that's not an attitude that I'm I'm gonna appreciate or mm-hmm. that I'm going to accommodate um, if, if someone comes in with that mindset right so I think this is the fair compromise I agree uh, I, I don't foresee that conversation coming up. No, I don't think so either. I mean, and, I, I think everyone's no, g- going to be cool with that. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't see it being an issue. Because um, at that point, I mean, yeah, it, it, I, w- I would argue at that point, if if you still feel like this is unjust, then this just isn't the event for you. I agree. And, I mean, and the thing is, um, one thing that a lot of people need to remember is that no one's twisting your arm to play in this event. Um, if you're not happy or you're not like me and you, we've both stated many times that we're not big on the whole um, competitive style games that yep. like, that's not our thing. Uh, we're just going to avoid playing in a p- competitive style event. So no one's forcing you to play. And I think that, I think that's the way, just the way you got to look at it. I mean, yeah. You know, yeah. uh, I, I if you if you if you want to bring your fear of the ancients, or you want to bring your our, you know armored column, or your knights list, well, then you're going to get paired up towards against people that play like that or play similar armies. You yeah. know, and that doesn't mean you're not contributing to the event. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that you can't have like a narrative like tank column. No, like and and I mean at this like especially because at, at by the time LVO comes out, like the solar auxilia list will be out. Mm-hmm. So like. Maybe maybe you your guy is like just a standard human tank case, and uh, you know I don't know maybe he's got a couple of Crassus assault transports, which I hope to God we get rules for, or I'm gonna lose my mind because mm. I got two of them. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you're you're a tank column with a small detachment of infantry backing it up. Like, yeah, you know, maybe that's your your thing, and that's awesome. Like that that's a cool story, right? Maybe you're like, oh, I love the movie Fury, and like yeah. the lead is Fury, and well, uh, Brad Pitt in the future is uh, the tank commander. Like, you know, it's and and then you're going to end up in sort of a tank battle, which is awesome because I mean, in that movie, that's mostly what it was. It was like, you know, navigating for tank battles. Well, um, tank battle to tank battle, and then when they ended up against like a full thing of infantry that got swarmed and died. Well, <laughs> well, with that being said, like I I I grew up, you know, my my father and I've said this on the podcast before. He was really into World War Two. And so I grew up building tanks. So I have a special place in my heart for tanks. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when I first started playing Epic back in the day, I played Imperial Guard with a you know massive tank army. It was all Lehman Russes and Bane Blades and Shadow Swords and whatnot. So I get it. I mean, I love tanks. Um, and I mean, I'm not. No one should. You know no one's shitting on you for, you know, wanting a tank army or a knight army or, uh, you know, a fear of the ancients army, just, you know, to, you know, make everyone have, enjoy themselves the most they can at this event. I think, you know, pairing like-minded people with like-minded people is just going to be the best way to go. Yep. No, I agree. Cool. So I'm going to do that then. 
I think it's a fantastic idea. I think I think your um, it's a it's a great way to find a middle ground that really should make everyone happy. And again, you know, if this is still not going to uh, if this is still going to make you know every and every you are not going to be able to make every, you're not going to be able to make everyone happy. You just it's just not possible. I mean, it, it's you know eighty plus people. You know, not everyone's going to be happy with how things. Every game, I would argue at every game. Like, but I mean, at eighty plus people, like we've made no, like we made no mystery of it in the players' pack. I've made no mystery of mm-hmm. it. Like, you're not getting paid for performance. You're, you're, you're just not. Like, you show up, you enjoy yourself. Yeah. Prizes are not based on, you know, win rate or loss rate or anything like that. Yeah. So I mean, if if you still come in with that attitude, then you're probably not gonna you're probably gonna come out of there with, I don't know. Hopefully, I convert you, but um, if yeah. not, uh, then you know, that's. You know, at the end of the day, everyone just needs to come in with the mindset that we're here to have fun. We're just a bunch of nerds yeah. playing a miniature game, toy soldiers on a tabletop, rolling dice, and we want to have fun. Everyone wants to have fun. That's what we're going there for. I mean, I've had some of my best experiences at uh, at events, and I've had some of my worst experiences at events. Um, but that being said, I'd say the majority of them are great, and that's what we want for everyone. You just want everyone to have fun. We're paying money to have fun and 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 play a game. It's a game. Let's let's yep. just focus on that. It's a game. Games are meant to be fun. Yep. Exactly. So. Sweet. So yeah. So. Uh, um, have you been doing any reading or diving into the, uh, into the rules yourself lately? Have, or have you just been too busy with work? No, just the Mechanicum one. Uh, I was hoping to finish Warhawk, but I didn't. Um, and uh, my, my Echoes of Eternity just showed up today. Oh, you did get it. That's perfect. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It came with the, uh, the Aeronautica book. I, I think, I don't know, maybe, uh, cause like, you know, we're, we've got the U S warehouse and, mm-hmm. I think school's been back in session for like a couple weeks in the States. Yeah. Um, like I think they go back like a week or two before they do in Canada, which means that they're like sort of sickness spike that happens every September. Yeah. Probably going on right friggin' now. Cause, uh, you know, I pre-ordered the, the book, um, like within minutes cause I got the limited edition one. So, yeah. yeah. uh, the only way to get that is like pre-order it within seconds. And yeah. then, um, I had bought the Aeronautica cards and the book for the, the Agent Darkness mm-hmm. at the same time. It said it'll ship within six business days, and seven business days went by, and I was like, all right, I don't have it yet. Uh, so I sent an email, and I got an email saying, like, uh, we're slammed, man. We'll get back to you within six business days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Jesus Christ. So they got back to me in, like, six business days, and they are like, yeah, let me check into this, because, you know, I, I had read somewhere, I'd seen a post or something online that said that the book wasn't actually in stock, and it's actually, at, like, OOP, and mm-hmm. it was up, and so I was like, hey, like, I kind of heard through the grapevine that the Aeronautica book and the cards might be, like, gone, and that they weren't actually available when I ordered them. Mm-hmm. The case, can we just cancel those and ship the book, or what's going on? And the person was like, let me look into it, see what's up. Mm-hmm. And Again, they must be so slammed because whoever whoever looked into it actually got the problem solved, but then didn't have the time to email me back until like four days later. Mm-hmm. And when they emailed me back, my expected delivery time was like an hour after I got the email. 
Um, so it's like they already solved the problem and sent it out like express post or whatever, like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and it was like, and like I already got it like before I think I even read the email. Mm. Um, yeah, so uh, I haven't I haven't really done uh, any much reading. I was I I was playing with like an AI art generator for like. Yeah, yeah, you were sending me some of those fantastic. That's it's it's pretty cool. I was messing around with it as well. Um, I did get uh, Games Workshop to get in contact with me about the order because I ordered us the new Emperor's Children. I ordered Lucius for myself, and then both of us the Praetor Emperor's Children Praetor model. I know you were wanting to convert him. I, I had some conversion ideas for him as well. Um, they're like, hey, yeah, so uh, what's your confirmation number from us? And I was like, you didn't give me one. Just PayPal gave me one. Um, so I'll find out tomorrow because that's when it's supposed to start shipping out tomorrow. Fingers mm-hmm. crossed. Because uh, I even said, I, said, I went, went back to them. I was like, hey, yeah, like I got a, you know, a confirmation number, confirmation from PayPal, but not from you guys. You know, you guys are going to take out this like two hundred plus dollars out of my account, but I haven't got anything from you saying you're actually going to send me what you say you're going to send me. So um, they haven't got back to me. Um, so fingers crossed. Uh, as far as I know, I do not. If, be- if I don't get it, I'm not really too broken up about it. I don't think I'll get to it for a while. I think after I finish the angels, I just want to like really get some standard mortals and and. Or, or do you, I don't know. Yeah, that's what but, you were saying. That's what you're saying. Um, better do like some bad wars or something like. See, I'm like I'm on Forge World right now, and Lucius is in the pre-order. You can just straight up buy him. The Emperor's Children Legion Praetor's Praetor can straight up buy him. Um, a lot of stuff is still out of stock. So much stuff is still out of stock. Uh, I'm not seeing. I'm trying to get a Mastodon. Mastodon's out of stock. Yeah, like. Like the Mastodon's out of stock, and Mastodon's are pretty cool. Um, I like as I've been reading through the rules, I found that they've really simplified a lot of things. Like the Mastodon doesn't have that, you know, if you wreck it but don't destroy it, it becomes a fort or a fortification. That that rules out the window. Um, which I mean, who would remember? Like I've I have a Mastodon for my Dark Angels. I played with it once in a large game. Uh, it did not get wrecked. So I never got to use that rule. I mean, it's a beast. I think it's like 12 hit points, two void shields, 14 armor all the way around. Like, thing's a beast. Like, it's very hard to take down. I mean, a last cannon squad would probably make uh, shorter work of it. Yeah. Um, Still take probably. Two turns at least. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, you're looking at... Void shields first, right? Yeah, you gotta crack those void shields, which I have learned void shields do not, you cannot bring them back up. When they're down, they're down. Yep. Which is cool, which is cool. Um, It makes uh, Titans yeah. a little more vulnerable. Mm. The Titans might be able to repair theirs. Can't I don't have my iPad with me, so I'm not sure, but... Yeah, I don't have the rules for, for Titans, but I know for, like... Regular ones, they wouldn't have, like, the repair clades... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a Titan would have on board so I can yeah. see the Titans being able to like reboot them but yeah the the Mastodon can't you know it's it follows the same rules as a 12 up armor when you take them down they do not come back up but then so you gotta go through those the two uh, void shields and then you gotta go through another 12 hull points 
So it's going to take a couple rounds of shooting at it to take it down. Uh, I'm not saying it can't be taken down, but I mean, um, but yeah, yeah like, like, I yeah, mean, I really want one. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're cool. I mean, I love mine. I, I did it for the dark angels. I have plans to repaint it for my world eaters. Um, I have, you know, again, I just reading into the rules. I thought it'd be fun. Um, I've always wanted to do a Mastodon for my, my world eaters and my dark angels don't need both a, uh, uh, Thunderhawk and a Mastodon. I don't have enough Marines for those both to be used in any game, including a mega battle. So I was just like, yeah, I don't, I only need one of these massive transports. So Thunderhawk stays with the, the, uh, um, dark angels and the word bearers are getting a Mastodon. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean, it fits into a 3000 point list. I came up, you know, I was, I built a 3000 point list. I've been, most of my armies have been I've been designing been around three thousand points. Um, this seems to be the uh, the average. Uh, this seems to be what everyone's playing. I mean, I'm still playing thousand point games. Uh, I have a game. My buddy at work, uh, Terry. Uh, I made a deal with him. He wants to learn how to play Warhammer or Horus Heresy. I told him I would learn how to play Magic: The Gathering because he was he's a magic massive magic guy. So. Oh, that sounds like a slippery slope. Ugh, I know. I thought you were going to say 40K. No, 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 no. Dwarfs come out this weekend. I know. And they're so cool. They're so cool. Oh, yeah. my God. They're so cool. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, you know, with the um, with the militia getting a, uh, you know, a PDF. I know it's not a book, but, you know, I believe there's abhumans in the, in the militia, aren't there? I we I don't think we've seen any previews for what the militia book is going to look like. I assume it'll look just a lot like the old militia book, but updated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you could always use those models for um, mm-hmm. ab humans. I know uh, Mackenzie here in our area. She uh, she uses a mod, you know, like their um, their mutants uh, yep. for her militia, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think if you're gonna do ab humans. You should be forced to actually like modify them. Yeah, or use something that's not humanesque, like use the beast men, mm-hmm. 40k, or use like squats because mm-hmm. uh, you know the leagues of Votan are back now, and the leagues of Votan existed. But and yeah. then just like just play fucking separatists the whole time. Just yeah. refuse to join loyalist or traitor. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. That sounds like a blast. Yeah, or uh, just give me a PD. Where like leagues of Votan have rules, like I just or put them in with like the Black Shield book. Okay, yeah, 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 hundred percent. Like it's just any way to include those models in thirty k, I'm down for. Yeah, because they're fantastic looking models. My God, are they? Games Workshop. Like if if there was ever a reason for me to want to play Warhammer forty thousand, the leagues of Votan are definitely that reason. Do like it. Jesus, but I. I've also got Aeronautica. I still got to build. My son's been really bothering me about that. He's like, oh, "Don't forget to build that. We want to play it. I want to play it." And I got my like an afternoon. I know. I got my Titan Legion. I still need to build my yeah. Mortis Legion. My Titan House or my Night House for that. You know, um, you Titan. I just I got so much plastic crack to build. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and so I many got games. Together. All the kill team boxes I gotta build. Um, 
Yeah, but the new, one, the new one came out, which I'm like real tempted to get to. We are in September, so the temperatures are going down eventually. So I'm going to be housebound more, you know, less out and about. Um, and so instead of you know going on walks and bike rides and stuff like that with kids, you know, board games are definitely going to be up there. So uh, maybe I should focus on getting those uh, that uh, Aeronautica done. And I know my son's really been showing a lot of interest in 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 forty or Warhammer. Uh, Horus Heresy, he really likes the Death Guard. Yeah, I, for him, it's more more about the color scheme than anything. Um, and yeah, I mean, he's flipped through the book a couple times. He likes the Sons of Horus. I mean, yeah, I think it really comes down to his favorite color is green, but he doesn't like the Salamanders for some reason. Uh, he likes the Sons of Horus, but he has a re- he really likes the way the Death Guard look. Don't know why. That's his thing. I told him I'd help him. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, sounds rad. Yeah, yeah. So, so now I'm gonna have a you know I can play 30k whenever I want. Soon, like hey, you want to play a game? I can kick your ass. Try new things on my son. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm eager for more stuff. And actually, I gotta work on it. Yeah. I don't know. I, the. Uh, I gotta actually paint my 40k stuff too. My skitari. Mm, yeah. It's, we're like the Sunday garage hammer is going to start back up here again. And yeah. I can't convert those guys because of bad experiences. Oh, okay. So if I want to play with them, I play 40 K. I'm, I'm actually on games workshops website now. And yeah, the leagues of Vuitton are up for no longer pre-order, just straight up buying. Oh, really? I thought that was this weekend coming. I thought, Oh no. Well, it says, Oh no, this is for Necromunda. I lied. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the those aren't the leagues of Otan. Those are the squat prospectors. Yeah, yeah I uh, I see that now. You guys are goofy looking. Yeah, the Lord of the Rings is up for pre order right now. Bah, whatever. Yeah. Didn't like. I wasn't a big fan of that game when it first came out way back. You know, twenty five years ago. Holy crap! I know Darren over at uh, Age of Darkness really likes it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but um. Ooh. When's that? When's that new Predator come uh, become available? That's uh, for general sale Saturday. I've got one of those pre-ordered along with the reference cards. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, eighty bucks. That's not bad. I mean, it's a lot cheaper than what it was from Forge World, and it comes with a whole lot more weapon options. Yeah, because like all of them. Um, Does it come with the? Ooh, look at that. That's different. That's cool. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at the screw right now. Does it come with? The uh, heavy conversion beamer, which is so badass. Um, it, do- it does not look like it does. Looks like a predator cannon, grievous La- las cannon, graviton, volkite, hmm. flame um, responses, las cannon responses, heavy bolt responses, volkite responses. One of four. Four turret weapons, rapid fire predator cannon, gravis las cannon, volkite macro saker, and graviton cannon. Hmm. Um, I'm yeah. sure there'll be like a, you know, a, an upgrade kit for it later on. Yeah, or a, or a different type of Dimos uh, kit, but um, yeah, I'm gonna get a couple of those, and then actually, I was playing Chaos Gate before I left for work too. Oh yeah. Um. 
and that just made me want to do like a handful of green knights because i have like all these extra fucking green knight bits and shit just laying around oh yeah from like yeah well i bought them to uh i bought them to um convert like on the blood angels a whole bunch okay so like i bought the terminator kit to get some of the weapons and arms and bits and stuff yeah yeah yeah. and i bought like a 10-man squad um to get arm bits like so for like i used their um glaives or halberds or whatever yeah 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 yeah. vexillas yeah you got you got a kratos as well didn't you Mm -hmm. you haven't touched it have you no i haven't um just gonna put it in the angels. Can't really decide what to do with it right now. Mm, yeah, you know what? I, I've been looking at the at the Kratos, um, and I think my biggest problem is I have no idea what battle role I would want it for because it can fill so many different battle battle roles. It can yep. be anti infantry. It can be anti tank. It can be you know a mix of everything in between. And I think that's what like I get like well you know how do I want to build it if I get one, right? I think that's been my biggest uh, hang-up on it. Not that I don't like it, not that I don't want it. It's just like, I find for myself, whenever I'm looking at a model, I need to have an idea of what I'm going to use it for or else it's just going to sit there and do nothing. Uh, And I'm just not going to build it because I'm afraid that if I build it with with a loadout that I don't particularly like, then I'm just stuck with, you know, a in this case, a $150 model. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel I feel where you're coming from. Um Yeah, I don't I don't know where I'm gonna put it just yet. Um, it's, it's it's such an awesome it's such an awesome model. I don't know. Maybe we'll maybe I'll just save it for bad ab. Mm, we've been talking about that for a while now. Yeah, and Cult of Paint just released like a Raptors like how to paint a Raptors space oh, yeah. and use the Mark Six. That looks so fucking good. Cult of Paint is that on his Instagram? No, it's on it. Well, it is on his Instagram, but it, the video is on his YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, and he, he was like, "Yeah, I just threw like some other bits on here too, made it look awesome." So, like, you know, he's got like a Mark III arm for his, the sword arm because it's got like the extra sort of armor. Ooh, I'm looking at it right now. Oh my god. Oh, just mm. like uh, I already love Raptors like a whole bunch. Oh my god, my pants are getting tight. That's and then. The- I don't know. I'll just run them as Raven Guard and you can fight me. <laughs> Raptors, man. I took some creative liberties and made them green early. Oh, just an olive drab green. Oh, hey, I, something I did not realize, just how awesome Just Terran are for the, the Sons of Horus. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're a really good unit. Those boys are ba- They're expensive, but they are badass. Mm, love me some Just Terrans. They're expensive. Like my six-man squad, the way I have mine, guy, mine uh, loaded out for uh, my sons of Horus, mm-hmm. just shy of like five hundred points. They ain't cheap. No, uh, it's uh, it's pricey. Yeah, I also I also noticed like the uh, just just again going through the books, um, a lot of the like Karn, Abaddon, um, a lot of the first captains got a bump. Um, they're a little better now um and, and like especially abaddon abaddon was just a completely in my opinion completely useless take in uh first edition this one he definitely has a lot of perks um and he's pretty badass um 
So, I mean, I have an Abaddon model. I've only used him once. Um, he got his ass handed to him fairly quickly, and this is actually on video. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, and I have never used him. I haven't used him since. Um, and that's not a shot at him. I, I, I just, it worked out that way it was. But uh, now that he is, he's pretty badass in the new edition, I definitely feel like I might use him a little more often, you know, in fun games. Um, but yeah, yeah, like Karn, Karn's pretty cool, especially if you give him Gorchild, giving him Gorchild, that man, he becomes a beast. Yeah, I bet. Um, Cutter's pretty good too, like don't get me wrong, taking the Cutter's pretty good, but yeah, giving him Gorchild, mm-hmm, yeah, because he has the weapon profile of, as it is in, on, uh, Angron, and so he's, um, Flesh, is it Fleshbane? I know he's hitting on twos. He's wounded. No, he's hit, he's hitting on his normal like whatever with his plus one strength, but he's he's wounding on twos with instant death, and AP two. So he's mm. dangerous. Yeah, yeah, that's juicy. Yeah, he he's he's juicy. He's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just I've been reading through the rules and just been having a heyday just reading through the the legions and whatnot, and there's so much fun. Lucius is awesome. God, he's an awesome model, and so is like I. And it was funny because I was texting you the other day. I was like, "Yeah, you know," as I was because I built my Emperor's children. I did not even look at at uh, Fulgrim and his rules at all. I just didn't because we've had this mindset of you know we've been playing, you know we've been focusing our own Praetors and whatnot. And I was just like, I didn't even look at uh, Fulgrim because he was just not uh, thought thought in my head to put in my army until much much later on down the road. And yeah, Fulgrim, like he's he's gonna be a lot of fun, you know, using him, you know, on the occasional game that I use him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna he'll he'll be good. Um, I want to see Demon Fulgrim. And so do I. And I know they've hinted at the the, the fact that they're gonna be doing, you know, at the height, their I'll other to... Primarchs at the height of their strength at, in the Horus Heresy. I'll have to do Sanguineous, and we can have a Sanguineous Angron throwdown. Oh, of course. That, that there's no other way. We have to have that. That battle has to happen. Yeah. Exactly. Um, cool. Yeah. Right on. Well, uh, shorter episode. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, and uh, make sure. Uh, well, I, I mean, for one thing, come to LVO. We got about twenty tickets left. Um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, if that's your thing, if if you want to check out a cool little bit, um, you know, take place in an event that's going to feed into the push for Beta Garmin. Yeah, uh, push Beta Garmin's almost two hundred and thirty people now. Fantastic, that's awesome. It was two twenty nine the last time I looked. I, I haven't looked for a few hours. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, jump over in there, uh, check that out. Um, if you haven't got a, a ticket yet for um. The, uh, the fight against Duchesne's raffle. Mm-hmm. Um, Scandis, um, make sure you grab that. You can win a Titan, like a full-size, fully-painted Warlord Titan. Mm. Um, I think tickets are $35 US. Mm-hmm. And a fantastic cause. Still still a little bit of time to uh, to make that happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that, that'll be good. That'll be exciting. Um, hopefully I win something cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then... Uh, and that that link is uh, in in the bio on our, our Instagram and Facebook page as well. Yeah, it's in the link tree if you click it. 
And then uh, make sure if you can't make it to uh, LVO, but you do want to learn how to paint good, uh, jump on over to LittleLegendStudio.com. They still have some tickets available for the course in Montreal. It's being held at La Bisse. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic spot. Uh, you'll probably be able to get some games in uh, you know, in the evenings. Uh, it's where I played JP, actually. It's got full-service bar, pretty good food, actually. Mm-hmm. Sweet spot, um, and uh, Miles will be teaching a two-day course um, there over the same weekend as LVO. So get in there, check that out. That'll be sweet. <clears throat> and then, um, yeah, if you uh, if you want to learn how to paint good but can't make it to that, then jump on over to Little Legend Studios Patreon. Check them out there, and uh, check them out on Instagram at Little Legend Studio. And you can check out Matt Kane at Broken Arrow 2000. And I actually changed my Instagram from Crescent Edge Studio to Crescent Edge Creative. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I need a drink here. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm drinking like a ginger drink because my stomach's upset. I got a little piece of ginger stuck in my throat. <clears throat> um, so oh, my eyes are watering. <laughs> You're just like <laughs> right now. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's burning. Like, it's just... <laughs> yeah, having that ginger stuck in your throat. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so uh, I, I did change my my uh, my studio Instagram over to Crescent Edge Creative because um, we'll probably be very limited, very limited uh, commissions and mostly just kind of my art going up there, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, potentially any any AI generated art that I do may go up there as well. Yeah, you've been having fun with that. Hmm. Yeah, might might uh might see if I can make prints, sell them. Um, people want them, and um, I I paid for the subscription, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just did the trial. I've been yeah. messing with it, and I've I've been having a lot of fun. I I was up much later. Probably last... in two hundred photos. <laughs> oh wow, really? Yeah, yeah, man. Like it's like oh, I got five minutes, and I'll just like throw some like prompts in. Yeah, like, yeah. Link to a picture and. And then I don't, and then, you know, I'll get a message later when it's done. Um, and, uh, yeah, anyway, um, yeah, I've been just hammering away at that, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. uh, yeah. So follow, follow uh, myself as well at Crescent Edge Creative. Make sure you follow Craig over at Craig over the Barbarian. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not on the wait list for the boys, of the golden throne event, uh, I think there's a few spots open now. So get over, check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, send them an email. Uh, that should be a good one. That's in October, and uh, follow them on their Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by either uh, Craig or myself, our, our respective Instagrams, or at the podcast Instagram at um, the DAB Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can reach out on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/dabpodcast, uh, or you can send us an email at deathandbetrayal at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So with that. Keep those Gellerfields up. Take care.